Center at the University of Chicago in Chicago, Illinois. This is a pilot episode of my new podcast titled What We Talk About When We Talk About Mind. The theme of this podcast is psycholinguistics, or rather the discipline. Uh, psycholinguistics is a combination of both psychology and linguistics, or language. Psychology, on the other hand, is the study of the mind and human behavior and how people react in given situations. And what I'm really interested in exploring throughout this podcast and throughout my interviews are the ways that people express thinking action. Most of the interviews that are going to take place are going to be with other people with different linguistic backgrounds. That is to say, the interviews are going to be with people that have a native language that's different from English. And in this pilot episode, the first guest is going to be Ogin Madic, who's a swimmer at the University of Arizona. He is from Croatia, which is in Eastern Europe, and his native language is Croatian. And today he's going to talk about, or rather he's going to discuss what he talks about when he talks about mind. This is episode number one of the What We Talk About When We Talk About Mind podcast. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with Ognjen Madic, and Ognjen is a, a, a Division I swimmer and a student at the University of Arizona, and he's from, also from Croatia. He speaks English and Serbo-Croatian, and we're here today just to have a discussion on this brand new uh, podcast. Hello, I'm Ognjen, and I'm here to discuss what I talk about when I talk about mind. Great. Well, I'm happy you're here and I'm glad you're the, the, the first guinea pig, so to speak, to, uh, to basically try this out with me. And really all the, the goal of what I'm trying to do for my, for my academic research at the University of Chicago is I'm just trying to collect like phrases, terms, and expressions that people just use when they uh, talk about, you know, like, like, like mental action and stuff that you would, you would just, you know, use formally or informally or uh, otherwise. And I know it seems kind of odd because people don't talk about it, which is why uh, I'm doing the research. It's why the podcast is titled this. So I'm not big on, I'm not big on foreplay. So let's just uh, uh, get right into it. When you think about like, like thinking or mental action, so to speak, like, like where, where does that take place for you? Like, like, like where do you think, uh, uh, where do you believe thinking takes place? So in Croatia, everything takes place um, in the brain and we associate that with the head as well. The thought process, yeah, the thought process occurs in the brain and in some 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 actions and some instances we even use head instead of brain when we describe thinking and thought process so like you would say it's like uh could you give an example of an expression would you would you say something like uh 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 like in my head or what is the word actually in, in your language what is the word for uh mind uh it's actually There, there's a, there's many words. Just a second. The brain can be used 
used as a word mind which means mozak or it can be measly which is thoughts but measly word measly can be referred as mind as well okay and you said also head i think that's uh glava yes so but but is it uh is is does the heart have any significance about thought process no no never not at all in some instances but usually we use brain and head what about what about like the the stomach so for example in, in english and these you know in english we might say follow your your gut or do what's you know what does your gut tell you or what does your gut say or uh, uh sometimes courage you know courage is in the uh is in the is in what's called your your guts or sometimes if somebody doesn't have courage you say uh they don't have a spine or they have the spine of an eclair which is like a, a delicious dessert or sometimes actually uh people uh, a lot of young you know when i was your age uh, wrestling at the university of maryland we would we would say that uh, uh if a young man lacks courage, we would say he has no balls. So linguistically, it would be uh, that would be courage was anatomically located in 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 the in the male genitalia or testicles, which obviously doesn't it, you know it doesn't work like that. But what about those expressions? Do those apply? Yeah, to start off with the heart. So we have a we have an expression. It it says sliedi svoje srce. It means follow your heart or uh, listen to your heart would be slushai svoje srce. Usually we, we, we use those words in terms of love when it's decision between something that can impact your career life versus when it conflicts with, with something that is your career life and the relationship status. So for example, when you're deciding between going I don't know, overseas for school, for college, and you have a girlfriend at the time. So when you come for advice to somebody older, they would say, or that would mean follow your heart or listen to your heart and decide what's the best. So that would be the heart most common associations. Also, we have the, the saying, on nema stomach, that would mean it doesn't have any guts. Um, well, sorry to, uh, sorry to, uh, to interrupt you, but, uh, I, I'm, I'm just assuming for, you know, for, for a different audience, when you say, uh, stomach, that that's a cognate for English stomach or, you know, like, like intestinal tract. Is that, do you agree with that? Yes, I agree. Or we can say that's stomach is like the whole abdominal area and that's is just just one part inside that just digests the food. Sure, sure. But like, for example, like thinking does not go on uh, uh, in the heart and thinking does not go on in the stomach. So you don't, uh, but what about like intuition? Because a lot of people say like, you know, follow your, your, your gut or your gut instinct. Like, so how do you talk, where does intuition, where's uh, intuition like, like, anatomically or you know in your body if you could point a finger to where you know intuition is where would you say that is chest chest area here yeah really 
chest area. So, so what do you, so, uh, what do you think like intuition is? How would you, and I know, uh, uh, I know you're obviously a student at a very, uh, at a very prestigious uh, school where you're studying uh, business as you, as you told me, but, but I know you, uh, you learned uh, English as a, uh, as a second language a bit later. So could you just do your, you know, your best to just describe to me uh, like what's your understanding of like, what is intuition? What is, what is like, like that, 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 that gut instinct? So we would describe intuition as something that occurs when you have to make decision without having facts or uh, some points about something. So you have to just use your own feeling and we would describe that as a as little chest tim- tingling or chest pain that you get at the moment. Hold on, hold on a second. This is this is great. So when you say like 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 pain or uh, tingling, what do you mean by what do you mean by tingling or, or or pain? Like you mean like you actually you feel actual like yes. pain? Not a pain of. It it would be a mix of a good pain and and nervousness and anxiety. Yes, I've never heard. You know, I uh, I've never heard of good chest pain. You're gonna. I, I know it's. Uh, uh, I know it's. Look, look. Nobody knows what these words mean, and and I, I have to be very honest. It's the first po- first you know podcast I'm doing for my research, so I can I have the the freedom to be very honest with you. I've studied many languages uh, uh, for many years. I just you know released a paper on. Uh, mental language in Homer where, and all my papers, you know, they take several years. I collect, uh, collect a lot of data. It just takes me a while and studying all this. And, and, you know, among all these, I'm telling you, I'm the last person who knows what mind is, what intuition is, what any of these words mean. So I don't want you to feel, you know, like, like, you, you know, kind of, so because I have no idea what these words mean. So this is all new to, it's really new to the entire world to talk about this and to document it. So uh, uh, I, I say that, I said all of that uh, to say this and to make this point, or to ask you rather, uh, like, 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 what is like good chest pain? How would you differentiate that from, you know, like, like having a heart attack? I would say the good chest pain is uh, when you're about to do something big and good in your life. I would, I would put that in a perspective of racing. So I get like, little chest pain oh, hold on. So, sorry to interrupt you so so when you say racing like 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 a swimming race like because you're, 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 you're a professional athlete correct yes so that is a little anxiety that i get in the chest that i decide between i tell that i'm sick or i go for it and see what happens so that is that intuition that i would say and after the race, it, it just go, goes away or, and I'm either then proud of myself that I did it or I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't do well in the race. Or another example would be the first date with a girl when, you're, when, when there's that awkward moment when you're about to kiss a girl. I would say that I have a little chest pain before that. But is it chest because, because a lot of people, you know, I'm going to, I'm gonna just invoke uh, Greek a little bit. In Greek, you have this word, uh, this word which is translated as mind. Oftentimes, it's called etor. Mm-hmm. 
And in the Iliad, when in the first uh, book one, line 363 of the Iliad, uh, Achilles' prized woman is taken away from him, and he feels this conflict in his ettor. And, you know, to my way of thinking, this reminds me of that sinking feeling. It's like I remember... I remember uh, years ago, uh, a former girlfriend of mine told me, uh, I just, you know, I just, you know, we were dating. She just said, I just, you know, I just can't do this anymore. I can't date anymore. We're breaking up was the result. And I remember I just had this, this, this feeling in my, in my, in my stomach. And it was this, this, this sinking feeling. And I, I would call that uh, uh, at tour or that, uh, you know, that feeling is that, but, but you're saying it's it kind of, you get the feeling in your chest. Is that yeah. for that kind of experience? I would use the word stomach when mm. bad news is about to be laid on me. So I, I, I would say I, I would, I would say that you were uncomfortable. And before I get bad news, um, I also feel uncomfortable in my stomach. But in the in those instances, instances that I mentioned, it's a chest feeling. Yes. Great. So the excitement, the good stuff happens here, but the, but the yeah. uncomfortable bad stuff happens down. But and the stuff in your chest, and the stuff in your chest and your stomach, uh, would, do you really do you really consider that to be like 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 mental action, like 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 you know like like sober nine a.m. ten a.m. thinking? Right? Do you consider that in the same category as 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 uh, what you just described? Yes, definitely always. Sober, yes. Sure. I, when I when I said sober, I meant I meant like is it like a, a, a like like serious you know consideration? But okay, no, that's uh, that's that's really it's actually very similar to uh, what I guess some people understand the Greeks to describe. But now let's talk about um, uh, uh, adjectives. So adjectives are are. Are words that that are that are basically uh, words used to to modify, you know, nouns or persons, places or things. Like, for example, you might say somebody has an iron heart, or you might say they have a big heart, or uh, a bad person might have a cold heart, or uh, 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 or. Uh, an icy heart, I guess, would be other ones. What kind of adjectives are used to describe, like, like, uh, like, like a mind, uh, mind, uh, in, in, to your understanding, in English or in Serbo-Croatian? So I actually prepared some words for how do we describe people that are smart, but also for mind, we would use ostrouman, um, which means sharp-minded. Hold uh, up. So, so sharp yes so like 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 my pencil is my pencil is sharp but the mind is like 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 chiseled sharp like like pointed like a spear i wouldn't have a mental picture of that when saying it but i i understand what you mean it's just a saying that stayed on or like 
So somebody's uh, sharp. What about uh, so you would uh, so it's like a physical property, but what about speed? Does it like is is it common for somebody to have like a slow mind or a fast mind? Does that mean anything to you? So there's actually one saying that uh, probably never heard of. It's brzo kopcha. It means fast buckling. Fast what? That's buckling. Like buckle up. Remind, yeah. Oh, like like in a in a car. Yes, it's brzo kopcha, or uses his own head. That's for somebody that is smart and independent. But when you say when you say head, is that is that the noun glava, which refers to like as the anatomical skull? It would be misli svojim glavam in original translation. He thinks with his by means of his own head, correct? Yes. Um, then there are some phrases on um, how to how to like use your head. It's one of them. It's uključi glavu, which means turn on your head. So, so the sorry, the, uh, just to understand, the expression would be uh, 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 turn on your head because to say that your head is turned on means that you're using it, you're doing something, you're engaging in mental action. Whereas, or conversely, if your your uh, your head is off, then you're just you're behaving foolishly. Is that the is that the uh, the how it's used? Yes, yes, you're right. Uh, then there is. Promisli prvo, that is used often when somebody is trying to say, before you take any action, just think first. Um, primarily, uh, primarily think before acting. Then there's a question that people ask when you do something dumb. Yalima nešto u toj glavi? Or yalima ishto u toj glavi? You have anything in your head? Yes. So, so, so hold on a second. This, this is, this is, this is good. So, if somebody has an empty head, so if you have like, uh, if you have like a, like a, uh, if you have like a goblet and it's empty, that means, or a cup or a container and it's empty, it means that there's nothing there. That's that's basically a metaphor for somebody's like, like stupid or uh, uh, there's no, there's no nothing there that can do the action of thinking. Correct. Correct. Yes. Then there's an old saying, uh, it means bake, then say. Um, in a literal transla- translation, it, mean, it would mean like think first and then speak second. Hold on, let, let's talk about, but let's talk about the literal, uh, trim, like, like make, like as in like, like to construct like a physical thing. Yes. So, but would you use this, would you use this verb to... Would you use this verb to talk about, like, for example, make a hut, make a, make your food? Would you use uh, the verb in the same way? Is it like generic, like to make? Yes. Yeah, I would use it. You can bake bread. You can you can do all sorts of things with word baking. Sure, but but make so it's M like M is in Mary, A is in Alpha, K is yes. in. Hmm? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. That's a, uh, I think, I think in Greek it's uh, kata or kata, depending on the, well, I think it's like to construct or to, you know, uh, uh, you know, 
I have, I have um, those two that I mentioned when we spoke privately. Palomi and Napamet. It felt felt. I don't even know how to translate this. Okay, so let's let, let's talk it through. What's the what's the phrase in in Serbo Croatian? Palo mi je na pamet. I mean, literally, like it fell from an elevated surface to my head on my mind. So it came to mind. No, it fell to mind. It fell onto your mind, and that's yes. like, and what that means is like you just got an idea. Yes. Okay. What about? Uh, let's talk about. So let's let's just for a second talk about. Uh, uh, you know the concept of of mind. Let's just imagine there's just a box or a container. It's just let's just just you know hypothetically we're talking like like in your mind and you're just imagine it's a it's a container like 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 a metaphor of a space. Are there any expressions where, like like verbs or action takes place uh, inside that uh, uh, container? So, for example, I might say, um, if I I might say, uh, I've kept you ever revolving in my mind, which means that that I've kept you spinning in my mind, which means that it was, it was, just, it was just an object uh, uh, in the container space of mind that was in motion, and uh, it, it constantly caught my attention. Do you ever have like verbs, specifically things like you know, moving within the containers? And I know that's a complicated kind of strange question, but so take your time if you need to. Yes, it's called vrtiš mi se poglavi. It means you, literally you're spinning inside my head what's the uh verti verti means spin spin yeah in a uh, in latin it's um well let's so uh we're, we're not promoting anything here but uh but we do have this big disgusting uh, uh oxford latin dictionary that uh it's going to be part of the, the podcast we like to look things up and uh, uh, we're going to try and uh, fact check things. So I think the verb is "wotere," uh, uh, which is like 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 to turn or to uh, uh, to spin. And so give me one second. Yeah, here we go. Uh, so we have uh, page two thousand forty-two of the Oxford Latin Dictionary, nineteen eighty-four. P.G.W. Clare, uh, Clarendon Press. "Wotere." Uh, 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 to, to rotate, to rotate. So I guess we would call that a, I guess we would call that a cognate or similar word. So, uh, so the phrase is it spins in, uh, it spins in mind. And that does that mean you're thinking or what does that mean? That would be that you're thinking about something or someone. Yes. To answer your question shortly, yes. Okay. What about uh, what about expressions regarding like like sinking? Like, does it mean anything? Uh, to say like uh, like does it does it sink in to your head or does it sink into your mind? Uh, we would have it's an old saying my grandma <laughs> and my grandpa would say it to me uh, it would literally mean like like when a sponge just collects water or sink sink water and it would be like 
je li se upilo nešto. <laughs> it means like, literally, if it, that it's like sink in your head, like, did you understand something? So uh, it means, or the phrase is, uh, has it sunk in your head or has it absorbed into your head? But, but what it means is, do you, uh, functionally, do, do you understand? Yes. Okay, great. So now let's talk about, uh, uh, let, let's talk about like, like, like phrases that we would, we would use for having ideas, plans. Like, like what, would you, what, would you say, what would you say if, uh, if, if you, you just came up with a new idea? or palo mi na pamet or imam ideju or well, what does that one mean let's for for uh, for people that don't understand serbo croatian imam ideju mm-hmm, sure i have an idea just shortly imam ideju so so i i i possess or i i have an an idea and i'm assuming uh idea is cognate with english idea yes right but so there's this one saying that i didn't say and i really want to say it um sure you you might have you might heard of it actually it says radi chuka radi <laughs> i don't know if you ever heard of it um uh, uh so raditi that's uh, uh, uh like to work yes uh i i will uh 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 say it again radi chuka radi i will work the works and something else yeah in the middle chuka is an old saying for a watch i've never heard that one so what does the expression mean in english Another translation would be working watch working it's all present continuous and it's watch in the middle it's just three word, words working what is there when you translate in english could we perhaps just brainstorming that's an interesting one brainstorming it's it's the, the weather is a metaphor for uh, uh for <laughs> this is what the podcast is about it's so strange right yeah this is why i'm doing this because because it's it's very strange work that i'm tired of doing this by myself you know i just i can't i can't be sitting here just just me and a senior chihuahua just thinking about these things i need i, I need participants uh, consenting participants so uh, uh is, is there perhaps like an auxiliary verb or like a version of the verb to be like 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 a working watch is work or a working watch uh, is what working is, perhaps? Would that maybe be a more accurate translation? That would represent when you are currently doing something involving thought process. So, for example, that would mean like constantly coming up with solutions at the moment or like when you're when you're solving math problems and you're like constantly getting them right and you're constantly reporting them usually all teachers would say that to my grandparents like radi chukaradi it means like 
it's working very well at the moment. It's constantly, repeatedly working. Well, so, so this is this is great. So because because the idea of a watch is very important because it represents time. And typically, people don't think about how strange this is, but but a lot of times people think about time as a very in a very spatialized way. So for uh, what that means is people think about time in terms of side by side, like things going time people. People usually say time goes backward and forward, but really uh, uh, time and space are relative and, and it, that's not really how it works. In fact, actually, if anyone's interested, there's this really great book by uh, Dean, uh, sorry if I butcher this name, uh, Bonamano. It's called Your Brain is a, a Time Machine, the Neuroscience and Physics of, of Time. He, uh, <laughs> this, guy's, this guy's really great. He, uh, he has a. Uh, he has. I think he's gone just as crazy as I have thinking about these these topics. But but he doesn't have chapters of his book. He has one o'clock, two o'clock. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll include the cover. One o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, and uh, it's not even chapter nine. It's nine o'clock. The spatialization of time in physics. <laughs> anyway, uh, time is a very important spatialized metaphor that has to do with cognition. So. Does the time play an important, like, like it's repeatable or it's working like a clock, which means it's, it's on a set schedule, it's predictable. Uh, so what is, what is meant by the metaphor of time in that phrase? In that phrase, it'll be something that's constant or linear, something that wouldn't have like a beginning and end point when using that phrase. It'll be like just working and it's, and it's working at a moment for longer period of time that is that happened now and it's like stretching but it doesn't have like it doesn't have like a past or future it's like in the moment but stretched out i'm gonna have to think about that for a while <laughs> but that's great though i like that so you know I me mean? like I, I, when I would put it in my perspective, I would describe it as look, literally looking at a watch that shows even ticks on the seconds and you're like, oh, it's working, but you're still looking at it and it's still going like tick, 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 tick. It's not like just span of one second. You're just looking at it and just working. And it, it's just seamless. It's just, it's, it's automatic. Yes, literally, like, it, it's timeless. Like, you can be looking at it for hours and literally it would be just spinning and spinning. Or you can you can just make a point and be like, Radi Chukaradi, and you're, like, looking at it for, like, I don't know, five seconds. It, it doesn't have, like, parentheses and then, like, ten minutes or something. It's just working. Sure. Sure. Let's talk about, for a minute, about the... Uh, Let's talk about uh, vision. So uh, in English, it's the verb to see. In Latin, it's videre, uh, uh, to see. And I think in Serbo-Croatian, it's viditi, which is also to, to see. And the, the sense or the sense modality of vision and the, the way we would describe action that happens with the eyes are typically associated with mental action, particularly the, 
the modality associated or the, I'm sorry, not the modality, the, the features associated with brightness. So uh, is it, for example, is it an expression in, uh, in your language to describe somebody as smart as like, 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 like they're bright or illuminating or brilliant? Yes, actually, yes. And in English, we say when somebody's not very smart, we don't want to offend anyone, uh, of course, at, at UChicago, but uh, <laughs> is, it, is it appropriate to say that somebody's like, like a dimwit? So we say they're dimwit, but like, like not bright. Is, is that also applying Serbo-Croatian? Give me a second. What do you mean, give you a second? I'm just kidding. <laughs> You, I'm tired of doing this by myself, so I'm, I'm happy you're here. This is this is going really well, by the way. Uh, we would say you're not very clear in means of nisi baš bistar, someone who we would assume is dumb, and it's we for someone who we would assume it's smart, we would say bistar si. A little literal translation would be you're very clear. So when you say you're very clear, and it's not to be clear, uh, to be clear or to be uh, to be direct and honest about what you said, it's not your mind is clear. It's it's you as a person, as as an entity, whatever you are, you are clear. That what that means is is you are intelligent. And if you're not clear, you're you're not intelligent. Is that what it means? Yes, that would mean exactly that. Okay. So I guess the I guess the uh, the vision modality would be important, and a lot of people think this is common sense, and they say, "Well, what's the big deal? This is just how things are." But if I call you bright, and you understand that to be as your uh, that you're intelligent, what if I say, "Wow, I enjoyed speaking with you. You're very loud," because that that's that's a similar that's a comparable uh, modality to the ears, because you know in uh, 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 in, in, I believe in Sumerian and in Old Babylonian, uh, there's like an epithet or a phrase, the word for ear is uh, uznum. And if you say somebody has wide or broad ears, kind of like you'd say you have broad shoulders, which I'm sure you do as a, as a swimmer, which you're very... But, but if you say you have, have wide or broad ears, it, it's an epithet, it means intelligence. But we don't, and I think in, I think in Sumerian, it's, it's gestug. Uh, um, anyway, uh, the, point, the point I'm making is, is you don't associate ears with intelligence. Sometimes I think when you say, I understand somebody, you might say, I hear what you're saying, I hear you. But you really what you mean is you, like you're not taking in you're not just listening, you're, you're actually, you're understanding what they're saying, but it is kind of strange how we don't call smart people loud or uh, dumb people or less intelligent people quiet, but, but for vision, the, the brightness modality seems to be a big thing is, I mean, are there any oddities or are there any, would you agree with what I'm saying? Yes, also it just, I just remembered something for understanding someone we would also say kopcham što pričaš ili or počeo sam kopčati it means 
I start to pick up or like I'm getting what you're saying, but if you use the word buckle for it in literal translation. So hold on a second. I'm I'm physically picking up what you're saying. Uh it, it'll be described as uh I'm understanding, I'm starting to understand or I'm slowly understanding what are you're implying to or what are you presenting to me. What what's the literal translation? Imagine that it's again, let's talk about the you know the container space. Let's say ideas or boxes. What would be the literal translation in physical space? What would be a literal translation of physical space? Like, like, are you saying I'm, uh, uh, I'm picking up what you're saying? Like, the, you know, I don't know. I, I didn't hear exactly which verb you used, but would you use the word as in like, like I'm picking up this book, I'm picking up what you're saying. Is that, is it the, is it the same verb? Yes, it's the same word, but it's different meaning. Of course, and that's why we're here. That's what that's what the research that's what the research is about, is to is to document these things and to uh, and to I guess to unpack them. <laughs> um, no, that's so so the, the let's so let's go over the the metaphoric phrase. I'm picking up what you're saying. Is it uh, is it I'm picking up your words or I'm picking up what you're saying? What's the phrase in what's the phrase in Serbo-Croatian? It means. I'm starting to buckle. So, what do you, how do you how do you define this word to buckle? Because I, I would expect the word "adech," which means uh, word I'm picking up the words, but but you're using like like let's talk about this to buckle because we we seem to be uh, we seem to be revolving or rotating back to it uh, uh, again and again. So, to buckle would be a little like buckle your seatbelt, as in action that occurs in a car or a bus. But if we use it for mind actions, when we discuss what do we talk about when we talk about mind, we would use also the words buckle. I don't know why then. So the ver well, hey, slushai, uh, listen. I've been studying this for, for several years now, and I have no idea what it means. Again, that's why I'm doing this. I'm really happy you're here, and I'm glad you're, you feel comfortable kind of being uh, vulnerable with me in this conversation, because the truth is, I don't think anybody really knows, which is why we're here. Uh, the good news is we're here. We're, you know, we're in the same shoes, so to speak. We're doing you know, the unclean work of, of, of sharing this and, and, and documenting these things in order that people in the future can look back and... and and uh, kind of benefit or profit from from this unclean work. So, so let's talk about this. Uh, to buckle, what is it? What is it about the buckling action? Because a metaphor, you know, uh, you know what a, what a metaphor is, right? Yes. So a metaphor uh, is something that passes on process or passes on a quality uh, uh, onto something else. And typically, metaphors are described as you have like a target and a source. So if I say uh, if I say uh, uh, you're like you're strong like an ox. I'm passing the strength or the physical strength of an ox onto you. But but really, uh, when you think about it, complex metaphors actually have uh, have have four parts. And it's it's uh, the original person and uh, the target or their quality, and then you have uh, uh, 
or I'm sorry, the source, you as a person and your qualities, and then you have the, uh, the target and whatever uh, the qualities are of the, of, of the target, it's actually, it's actually four parts you're dealing with. So what is it about the buckling action in the car, just, just the physical raw action of buckling? Like, like what is it about that action that transfers into, into mental action? Is it, is it the speed of the buckling or is it that, that you're tightening up? Is the quality of, of, of tightening or becoming secure or holding tight? Like, what is it that... I would assume it's filling up the gaps in terms of tightening up. Yes, because um, before, before knowing a lot or anything about some topics, you have many gaps on it and... By buckling up, you would just like fill in those gaps and you would become more knowledgeable in terms of you're picking up, you're slowly understanding, you're getting it. And we would use the wording pochos and kopchot, it means I'm starting to understand, I'm starting to pick up. So literally, you're just filling in the gaps. See, that's great. Now, that's now, my way of thinking. See, see now we're, uh, uh, that's my way of thinking too. Now we're, now we're making, now we're making, progress because in english you have a couple phrases that are so if i if i'm ready to do work if i say hey we need to do work so and if i want to tell you we need to do work i would say it's time to roll up the sleeves mm -hmm. because it's the the action of rolling up the sleeves uh, uh, uh is basically indicates that uh, you're you're prepared to do work in whatever activity so the quality of rolling up the sleeves gets gets transferred as a metaphor or by means of metaphor rather into whatever project or task you're you know you're working on similarly uh, there's a phrase in english uh, we need to uh, tighten our belts so let's say let's say you're it's an expression in english like you you're fat and happy and you're kind of you're living kind of maybe generously or kind of in, in kind of a liberal way. And, and when I say liberal, it's not politically liberal. We are apolitical here, uh, to be sure. Uh, but when I say when I say liberal, I mean you, you're free, you're open about it. It's not a, a concern or consideration. So if I was if if I was to tell you, hey, we're spending too much money. It's time for us to tighten our belts. Tightening our belts means. Uh, uh, we have to start taking things more uh, seriously. So the tightening action against the stomach uh, uh, is then transferred over to the tightening action of, of, of the finances of the household. So uh, to clarify with you, if this is what you mean, do you mean that, that, that closing the gaps in, in closing the gaps in your understanding is the quality of closing gaps of buckling up, closing the gap between the buckle and uh, your waist is the same as, uh, gets transferred on to the closing the gaps in your knowledge about a topic, correct? Let me let me let me just think about it for a second. Um, yes, actually, you presented it very well and described it very well. I'm just trying to think about it of maybe some instances or something that would not follow the rule necessarily, just to point out, but. Nothing is coming up. Like I cannot thought of anything. I mean, I don't think there's rules here. I think you know that's the that's the cool thing about the work. But okay, so let's get back to let's get back to to vision. So in English, 
you know, a lot of people say, you know, for some reason, I don't know why light bulbs are associated with uh, ideas. Are there any expressions in your language that have to do with ideas or plants that, that are associated with light bulbs? You, you see this in cartoons. It's, it's very, it's very like, cool. like a light bulb lightning up and above a character's head. And it, it would literally represent him or her just coming up with an idea. Um, it's but, named in our link. I'm, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, it's literally the same in our language. Um, when, when, actually, when you say turn on your head, it, it would literally like be associated with a light bulb. And but hold on one second. But when you say the, the, the preposition, to my understanding, the preposition means like, like insides and it represents. No, no I didn't say. Uključi glavu, just uključi glavu, two words. Okay, so so it's so so it, it's not interior. It's not action that's taking place inside inside the head. No, it's literally, it, it would be like uh, I don't know. Like imagine if here's like a switch and like literally this this part is just going to like turn on and you feel like turn on, flip a switch. Perfect. That would mean like turn on your head. Okay, so 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 let's so let's break this down because. Uh, uh, I assure you this 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 will this will be uh, at some point time in the future will be made into a very uh, poorly drawn two dimensional or three dimensional drawing by by me in PowerPoint or some other tool. But but so what's going on here? The metaphor is uh, uh, the light switch went on, and the light switch is affixed or part of your head or the the apparatus, and. Uh, that's turned on and there's brightness that indicates that that advanced or um or intelligent mental action has taken place but it, but it's like like a switch that gets turned on right yes correct correct yeah. but is there also a phrase uh uh where it's it's like 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 a light switch or like a light bulb uh in your head is there any are there any phrases with interiority where the actual the actual action takes place inside the container of of the head or or mind or whatever that uh, uh, another you can say uklutu mozak which would be presented as turn on something in your head or uh oh yeah yeah utuvisito uglavu it's uh it's it's literally a demand where somebody says put this inside of your head like when you're not behaving well uh and then somebody lectures you and they're like put that inside of your head like remember this and, f and follow it you know we we've we've talked about a lot of expressions and uh for this one out of the others you seem to be very certain of this one i, I it seems to me that, that this is this is maybe an expression that you've heard many times before in your life it's also follow with the buckle <laughs> very good <laughs> so, so it's used. So let, let's break this one down. It's used as an imperative command, like 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 like. <laughs> put this in your head, or yes. get it in your head. Yeah. Right. And it's and it's it's used as an imperative. Uh, it would literally be like shove it in your head. Can you want say I'm trying to? Uh, I'm. Mean, give you a second. Very good. Touche. I'm pondering, I'm pondering the etymology of that word. 
to put, to place, to shove. Yes, there's there's this there's this documentary called. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's sorry to interrupt. You. I think it's a. Uh, uh, we might have to cut this out uh, uh, if I made a mistake, but I think it's like like enlightenment, putare, uh, which means like 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 physically, like 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 to place or 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 to put or, and I think there's some uh, there's some there's a preposition you put or a word you put before to. Uh, uh, to, to indicate like like forceful or immediate action, but yeah, so I I, I think that uh, linguistically can can align. Anyway, I'm sorry you were saying. Let, let's move on to uh, let's move on to some some maybe like more casual phrases you would have with your uh, with your. Uh, with your friends. So are there any specific maybe compliments or are there any specific uh, derogatory phrases you might use, but maybe about little children who just don't have the capacity yet naturally? Are there any ways to describe it? Like what if somebody's, what if somebody's innocently not intelligent? Like for example, you can't, you know, blame a five-year-old for not knowing certain things or uh, you can't blame, you know, uh, uh, you know, if it's your first time in a country, in a certain country, and you don't know the customs, is there an innocent way to talk about, like, like innocently maybe somebody's uh, uh, acting a bit foolish or maybe, or if somebody's, like, naturally good at something, are there any uh, ways to describe this? I'm trying to think of it. Um, I cannot think of anything that would be specific for creation that doesn't already exist in english so uh, well even even if it's in english i think that's still relevant because as as i've learned what what i think is normal in english there's you know other people have a different understanding so whatever it is I, i'm sure it'll be beneficial so when somebody is good at something naturally we would say he's a natural talent on your prirodan talent uh literally translated um then when somebody doesn't understand something we wouldn't say that he's dumb if it's like if he's five years old we would just say he didn't have experience with it or uh, so i'm sorry so for somebody to know something they have to they have to experience it so if it's so if they you know for a young child at least in that case if they haven't experienced it they're you know, they can't know it, and that kind of gets them off the hook? Yes, yes. I would present it that way, yeah. Is there anything else I should know about uh, what Ognin uh, uh, means when he talks about mind? <laughs> My brain is fried, honestly. What do you... Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean, fried? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer. That's not a serious question. Please don't answer that. <laughs> yeah. There, there's nothing coming coming to my mind right now, honestly. Um, yeah, it's at the moment everything that I could I could have thought of, I point I pointed it out, and so if I come up with something in the future, I will definitely let you know. Just to. Uh, I know you said you're out of ideas, so I'm not going to milk ideas out of you, but 
uh, just to be clear, when you say nothing's coming to your mind, that means you're out of ideas. Yes, yes. New ones are not coming in. They're not coming in. Yes. I guess we'll I guess we'll add that as the last one to the list. It'll mean nothing is falling to my head, to my mind. Nothing is falling. Yes. What's the verb again? The infinitive? Like like to whatever? Pada. Like rainfall. Oh padati. 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 Okay. Nothing is nothing is uh, falling. Okay. Well, I really want to say uh, uh, thank you, Ognin. This is uh, just I've had a really good time talking uh, talking about this, and I'm really glad and happy that you were you were my first guest uh, on the podcast. And I hope uh, all I can do is hope that uh, in future in future podcasts that that it'll be as it'll be as profitable of the experience as 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 i had with you know because i really had a good time talking about this thank you for having me i'm i'm glad to share the ideas and i'm glad to help great and and i guess this is a as a, as a last thing so uh, you're in your second year right at school yes i'm a sophomore now great so do you have any uh do you have any big plans for 2021 actually i do I think, I think you said you were you wanted to uh, uh, you want to be so I know you're you're, you're very uh, talented so I think you said you're you're ranked in the NCAA I think your aspiration is to be an Olympic swimmer is that right Yes the making the Olympics is one of my plans for this year uh, another goal that is coming up um, within six week six weeks is uh, Pac 12 so I would love to be in top three at Pac 12s and uh, be all American, try to be all American this year at NCAAs. Great. Well, uh, I, w I wish you luck and I'll, I'll make sure to share, you know, uh, uh, if and when hopefully something comes out of uh, my research and, and I, you know, I wish you luck with swimming and, 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 and your education, and everything else. And I'll, uh, I hope we can stay in touch. All right. Thanks so much, Bob. And thank you for having me.